Friends, I haven't finished the film. Oh no! Oh, I'm five minutes from the end. Five. Oh, shall we? Shall we take a five minute break then? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Is that, I'm, I and don't want to. I just. I was so awkward. I didn't know I was fifty minutes late already. And then. Well, you can go. You can watch the film, and okay. maybe the police will ring back at the same time. That's shall true. we? Shall we all go and like get a drink and meet back in like ten minutes? Oh, would that be all right? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Was- yeah. Why not? Did you manage to watch the film? I did. Great. And you've had sufficient time to absorb it and all of that. And process I've it. I've had at least about 15 seconds. Okay. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah. I've got some thoughts. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Wonderful. Lovely. Uh, Claire, you chose this week's film. I did. It was Gaslight. Indeed. Why did Ho- you pick that? Hopefully we've all watched the same version with Ingrid Bergman. I certainly um, have. Um, Who? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh good one. Um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it is a film that I've been aware of for a while. Uh, I think in the past couple of years, Gaslight the verb has made it into the the dictionary um and I wanted to see the film where that came from that's a word that you hear around and yeah we just yeah, never so say that, that connection Gaslight was not um associated with what we now think is gaslighting so th- so yeah what we call gaslighting is called that because of the film. What? Wow. Yeah. Oh, you must have thought it was really lame that it was about an actual gaslight, like a sort of weird <laughs> pun. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be learning this today. Thank you for this introduction. <laughs> there you go. Every day's a skill day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd be interested to know what people thought about it. I don't know. Um, What did you think, Laura? I I really liked it. I thought it was a very well-made film. I didn't enjoy the experience of watching it. I definitely wasn't meant to, obviously. I was meant to be very tense Mm. and stressed. But I was too tense and stressed. And I thought, "Mm, (laughs) it's a bit much for me. Although, I enjoyed the end. (laughs) I'm glad you got to see the end. Yeah. It's not often that Laura and I would summarise a film in almost the exact same way. Oh, but I wow. think this is one of them. Oh, it would, you should have said, and this is another one of those times. <laughs> Maybe it'll happen one day. Um, no, this, yeah, it was, I thought it was superbly done, really, really well written and acted and well done in every way. And, oh, I I haven't felt this bad watching a film since... Uh, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> I was sitting there. I had this pit of dread in my stomach, and I just mm. my skin crawled every time um, Gregory was on screen. Um, and I just i I felt oh the, in- the injustice of it just made me so angry. And just the way she was spiraling was so terrible. Um, yeah, it was a really uncomfortable watch for me. Uh, but so 
uh, made made the the ending all the more satisfying. Excellent. What about you guys, Fernando? I have a similar opinion. As in, I loved it. As in, in the end, I loved it. Um, but at the beginning, it was definitely very difficult to watch. Um, and then, but then once things were starting to fall into play, in their correct place, I started enjoying it much more. Um, and then by the time the film ended, I decided that it was a great film and that I would recommend it. Excellent. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I think we may all be in agreement. Wow. Um, oh, my yeah. God. That's never great happened. Film club, great guys. film club, guys. Play the music. <laughs> well done, everyone. <laughs> For oh. once, you all have the right opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Happens so now and then. You're, that? you're all correct. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Um, it was very anxiety-inducing. Um did you enjoy watching it though? Like, did you were you, or were you like, I want to stop watching this now? I don't think I was quite at the point of like, I'd really like to stop watching this, but I was at a point where I'm just like, not, I'm not enjoying this. I desperately wanted it to resolve. Yeah. For hmm. for about an hour, I was like, oh, can this just be over now? Yeah, um, it was so long. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't actually that long, I guess, but it, it felt long. Yeah, it was. It was very uncomfortable, and I think. Well, I guessed it was going to resolve itself, and I was like, oh, come on, can we just get to that bit now? <laughs> I get the point. It's horrible. Oh. Um. <laughs> I think I was suffering in the same way, but, yeah, I, I thought they played it just right. I think they, they could have stretched it out a bit more, or they could have cut it down, and I, I think it was, yeah, they had time to breathe and time to to really let you settle into that story. Uh but each scene, there was a new little twist on it, a new little sickening thing that was happening. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, I I kind of think it needed every minute. If I could only get inside that brain of yours and understand what makes you do these crazy, twisted things. Gregory, are you trying to tell me I'm insane? It's what I'm trying not to tell myself. But that's what you think, isn't it? That's what you've been hinting and suggesting for months now, ever since... Hmm? Since what? Since the day I lost your brooch. Yeah, I think it was necessary for her just very slow disintegration. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, it took its... Really did take its time to, like... You could see their, how their relationship was changing and exactly how manipulative it was being and what effect it was having. Just yeah. so naturally. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Good film. <laughs> And you can see how that can happen as well because they took their time over it. There was no one thing that was all right. Okay, now she's now she thinks she's like a kleptomaniac. It was like yes, yeah, stacking evidence. It needed all of those scenes mm. to make it seem convincing. I think. Mm. Yeah, definitely. What point um, did we start to suspect he was a wrongen? I was just going to ask that. <laughs> um, so I actually wrote down the exact point. Oh, me too. Excellent. Um, when they first arrived at the house, he knew where the drawing room was. And the drawing room is upstairs. Yes. Oh, oh. very good. Oh, that's a good spot. Fuck. <laughs> 
Well done. Do you mean when he walked in and said, you should have had some womb? Uh, he walked in and he said, <laughs> he was like walking around and was like, oh, in the dining room and the whatever's back there. Oh, and yeah. the drawing room's upstairs. As if that was just like an absolute oh, given. I see. Um, and there was no reason he'd know that unless he'd reason to, unless he'd been there. Yeah, okay. Well it took done. me a long while to work that. out that he was the murderer. Um, but I, I, I mean, I guess I knew a little bit about what this film was and about how it was the origin of the word gaslight and everything like that. So I, I kind of, from the very first moment I saw him, thought, oh, this is going to be the baddie. Uh, yeah. I liked him at first. He me seemed too. very nice, didn't lovely. he? They did a good job of that. They were so in love. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, for me, so I kind of got it a bit wrong. I got that he was the murderer quite early, but for the wrong reasons. Okay. So, when he looked at the portrait of the aunt, mm-hmm. and, like, it was clear that he, like, I don't know, that he that they had some kind of response to it. Um, yeah. That was the point where I was like, oh, I see. He gave her the glove. He's obsessed with her. Now he's married her because she looks like the aunt. And the whole situation is uh... going to play out again. So actually, it was quite disappointing when it was like, "Oh, he's just a jewel thief." <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's just like a magpie who just can't resist some jewels. <laughs> Not like the fanatic fan that it ties in with the glove and all the and the letter and the. Oh well. Oh yeah, he should have been the the murderer. <laughs> it's a real long term plan, isn't it, to get some jewels? Actually, to to find someone in Italy and marry them. That's a long game, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess he just, yeah, as you say, magpie, just really yeah. wanted those jewels. Yeah. And I mean, the gaslighting was just so extra. <laughs> it was just being so unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> what should that? he have done? I'm sure he... you'd want to get your wife out of the house so you can have oh, more time I to look see. for the jewels. Yeah, just send her on holiday or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, trying to get her sent off to the madhouse. He's playing a really long game. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if he gets her sent off to the madhouse, then he would sort of inherit everything she owned. Oh, and yeah. And therefore, I maybe so. he he would he would We'd avoid having to steal the them. Oh, yeah. I see. Uh, oh, something okay. like that, but that I don't makes know. Sense. That's good. That's not what they said in the film, but that's no. what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, was there a sadistic cruelty that he 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 was a really nasty man and we saw that he had this sort of temper and this rage and he was angry with her for for like looking at another man while they were at the tower of london C- could it be just because he was so spiteful and cruel that he enjoyed driving her mad wow Sergius Bauer, yes, I remember. Yes, you're right. That's when it began. Yes. I can see you still, standing there and saying, look, look at this letter, and staring at nothing. What? You had nothing in your hand. What? I was staggered, but I didn't know then how much reason I had to be. I, I, I don't know. I, I, what, what reason? I didn't I... know then about your mother. What about my mother? Your mother was mad. Oh, Gregory. 
Or was it all based in the logic of the jewels? Yeah, it's, it's not just the jewels in, in what I'm suggesting there. Yeah. Huh. Just a thought. What I did think you think of the uh, psychopath? <clears throat> there we are. Yeah, who, who just don't... had no. Yeah. Well, he, he certainly seemed to be angry at times. Mm. And yeah. What did you think of Gregory, Fernando? Mm, I was suspicious of him right from when he suggested that they lived in London because by then uh, we already knew that she had some uh, that she had yeah she had some trouble troubling memories of London she would rather go somewhere else and when he asked where would you like live she was like well let's go to Paris and he was like oh Yeah. yeah Paris well let's go to London then (laughs) Well, that is suspicious. Hmm. Yeah, he obviously had his own. In fact, that's that's the first thing we see, isn't it? This this early manipulation of her asking her what she thinks, and then trying to make it sound like going to London was her idea all along. Oh, yes. Oh, he's such a burden. Real bad egg, that guy. Mm. Yeah, I hate him. Me too. Yeah. I mean in the first uh the the first Oscars we had best villain as one of the things. Oh, and I feel like he's candidate. a contender for that sort of category. Yeah. yeah, that is true, yes, he might be. He was Him and the dad from appalling. Boyhood. Not the dad, the stepdad. <laughs> the stepdad, yeah. The dad was Yeah, good. not the dad. Yeah, it was that similar sort of creeping abuse. Mm. Oh, yeah, I didn't like him either. Yeah. I think he, he, the Gregory, the actor that played him had an amazing way of like, his eyes seemed to flash mm. when he was angry. It, it felt like watching Dracula. Um, wow. It was just this like expression that came over his face and it was just, oh, it was so chilling. Um, yeah, it reminded me a lot of, um, what's his name? Bella. Lu- oh, the, the guy who played Dracula. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dracula like in the, the Universal film. Yeah. I thought it was Michael Caine when he first popped up on the screen. <laughs> he did oh. look a little bit like Michael Caine. Just like occasional glances. Yeah. Not really when you saw him full on or anything, but I thought he looked a bit like Michael Caine and a bit like oh, wow. Tim uh what's his name from Rocky Horror Picture Show? Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Oh, two actors that would both have ruined that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tim Curry could have done it. He's a very versatile actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think tub. I've seen him in anything serious. Oh, what have I seen him in? Oh, he's... No, me neither. But I think he could do it. <laughs> he might have hammed it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be much camper, but I mean, that's yeah. what the film needed, a bit of flair. Yeah, carry on <laughs> gaslight, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, Angela Lansbury would have... Uh... Oh, yeah, she would have nailed that. that. (laughs) Oh, wasn't Angela Lansbury good? Oh, isn't she just the best in everything? Is his heart going to be added to the list of those you've broken? I didn't know I'd broken any. Oh, no, I'm sure that's not true. 
I was wondering whether you might not care to pass some of your secrets on to your mistress and help her get rid of her pallor. Sure, I'd be very pleased to do anything I can, sir. Will that be all you're wanting? Yes, except tea when it's ready. Very good, sir. That was her first film. Was it? Oh, yeah. wow. She was 18 in that film. Wow. Yeah, she I was looking that up. So um, well. Amazing. And and yet she had such confidence. Mm. And she played the character so well. Um, yeah, just superb. What a what a treasure of the cinema. <laughs> and still with us and still acting <laughs> at least a year or two ago. Oh, good old Angela Lansbury. Yeah, that's two films with her that we've seen now, isn't it? After the Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. Let's oh, yeah. see what else we can... We can see with Angela, old Angela. Bags of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, not bed knobs good. and broomsticks. <laughs> just I don't think Claire's a big fan of bed knobs and broomsticks. I think what? I've made her watch it too many times with me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's uh, bed knobs and broomsticks, the gritty prequel to oh, yeah, the Manchurian yeah. Candidate. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I watched Death on the Nile recently and she was in it with Maggie Smith. It was so good. Oh, wonderful. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It's great. <laughs> really liked it. <laughs> Who cool. Betty Davis was in it as well. Oh, my goodness. What? Yeah, yeah it was All Betty star. Davis, Angela. Yeah. Oh, noted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, I was reading about her performance in this, and as you say, she was eighteen. She was eighteen though when the film was released, and she was oh. seventeen for a part of the a part of the filming. Oh right! Um, and it, there was one scene in the film where she was smoking, and her like youth worker <laughs> wouldn't let them do the scene with her smoking until her eighteenth birthday. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> and so apparently she came in to film on her 18th birthday and they like all shouted surprise and brought out a cake and they all celebrated. Um, and then she, then they immediately did the film, the, the scene with the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> That's very sweet. It's good fun. In a way. <laughs> Are you a fan of Angela Lansbury, Fernando, or does she not make a big impression on you? Wait, who is again Angela? Uh, who is Angela? Lansbury. Uh, Lansbury? Um, um. In this, she was Nancy, the uh, despondent housemaid. Oh, she's my second favorite flings. character. She is my <laughs> yeah. second favorite character. I, <laughs> I, I love her. Speak? I wish I could speak like her, and I wish I, uh, I wish I was her. <laughs> uh, she's so pretty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's very cute. And that was the bit I wasn't expecting. My favourite character is Miss Twaits, though. Yes, she was my yes. favourite, too. Miss Thwaites? <laughs> oh, my goodness! Oh, good gracious! Oh, it's so exciting. Your book? Yes, it's all about a girl who marries a man. And what do you think? He's got six wives buried in the cellar. That seems a lot. Yes, and I'm only at page 200, so I'm sure there's still more to come. Oh, it's a wonderful book. 
Oh, it sounds a little gruesome. Uh, yes, well, I'm afraid I enjoy a good murder now and then. My brother always calls me bloodthirsty Bessie. <laughs> Have a biscuit, dear. Thank you. Digestive biscuits. <laughs> Unpleasant name, isn't it? I always call them diggy biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I never travel without them. Diggy biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> That was good, wasn't it? A, a much needed bit of comic relief, but also maybe a bit much. Oh no, I needed so much more comic relief. She needed yeah, to indeed. Yeah. Much we, we, needed, we needed more of Miss Tweets. <laughs> yeah. It should, it should have been, been a, about her. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> She'd make a good sort of Miss Marple character, yeah. wouldn't she? Yes, yeah. Like a an enthusiastic detective who's only doing it because she's morbidly fascinated by death. <laughs> that, that's basically the definition of Miss Marple, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Insinuates Miss- herself. She was played by Angela. I've never seen it. But she, Miss Marple was played by Angela Lansbury, right? Oh, no, you're thinking of Jessica Fletcher <laughs> in the immortal murder she wrote. Ah, okay. <laughs> Shut up. What a great character oh, what a great actress just mm. perfect all round good stuff and yet yes it was funny seeing her in this being so young and as you guys are saying so sort of beautiful and attractive and and i i'm just so used to seeing her in in these later films where she was uh playing a much older woman and did did such a great job of that as well uh, it's surprising sometimes when you see an actor who can who just does brilliant stuff throughout their career throughout a long career like that it's unsettling almost i don't really like it it was like when i watched the prime of miss jean Brodie with maggie smith yeah oh you know when you're used to these actors as as old ladies and then suddenly they're sexy young whippersnappers (laughs) what are you doing get your cardigan on (laughs) (laughs) you've got a chill Gosh, she's got massive eyes, though. Now that I didn't notice. Oh, right. Yeah, she's got big old flashy eyes. What did we think of her relationship with Gregory and Paula? Oh, it was a tricky one, wasn't it? Hmm. Did that resolve itself? It didn't really... She didn't feature much at the end, did she? No, I think because she was a minor character, I guess. Mm, yeah. But it... So it was clear that he was using her as a sort of tool and he was deliberately sowing this discontent between her and uh, Paula. And that was another sort of creepy little thing. Like when uh, Paula said about the... Or when the the picture had gone missing, Mm. um, telling Paula that, if she hadn't hidden it, then she must be saying one of the servants did and, and calling calling yeah. Nancy in and saying, did you take this, Nancy? And she says, no, and saying, right, there you are. You see, she didn't take it. Um, not like you said she was. Just, just these little things to make Nancy dislike yeah. Paula. Uh, yeah, I felt bad for, for Nancy as a result because she, yeah, it wasn't her fault that she was being used in that way. Yeah, everyone was using her, weren't they? The police were using her to get info. Yeah. He was using her. Poor Nancy. Paula disliked her. Paula hated her. Mm. 
Like that her only real character trait was that she just loved men. Yeah. The character loves men. <laughs> <laughs> and she she had her share of men, didn't she? She certainly did. <laughs> Perhaps she got what she wanted. <laughs> she got to go to the music hall. She didn't have to be polite to people. It was all good. <laughs> I like to think she and the police officer got together. Yeah. Williams. Ah, they seem to like each other enough, I suppose. <laughs> that was a fun scene. I really, I thought, you know what, Brian, you've got to watch how you talk to people. You could be really misleading here. He's like, when he's talking to the mustachioed man, it was really quite suggestive. <laughs> really? <laughs> how would you uh, How would you like to move to a new fashionable area? Week, week. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> You're a handsome young man. <laughs> <laughs> Not married, are you? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Which is why this whole film was a subtext for <laughs> suppressed homo right. sexual relationships. Theories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the villain was gay. Obvious. Oh, can't believe I didn't think of that. There we are. The whole thing go. was just about him being gay. <laughs> and no, a that's communist. not quite working, is it? And a communist. Yeah, he was yes. definitely a communist. One of those films. They love them jewels. Uh. <laughs> yeah, one of those wealth-seeking communists. <laughs> so I, I, I want to. I'm going to put this out there um, because I was thinking about this a few times during the film. <laughs> Is there an alternative reading of the film <laughs> where Gregory is a good guy? And Paula is actually losing her mind and stealing things and moving stuff around. Ooh. But we only see it from her perspective, so we don't so so we think that that she's being gaslit. Could could you read it like that? Is that consistent? I mean no. I suppose if you cut the end. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, what's the end in that case? Is the end just her I think we'd have to say that she imagined Brian oh, yes, altogether yeah. and therefore probably that she like hit Gregory on the head and tied him up and taunted him. Yeah. It probably doesn't quite work, does it? No, that kind of works. That the end is her literally going mad and she's about to kill her husband. She does kill him in the end, but she yeah. imagines him being taken away. Yeah, something like that, mm. which would make the her final speech all the more chilling. <laughs> oh, how good was the final speech? Right, back into the actual film, <laughs> not the film I made up. Um, how good was that speech? Be quick, Bora. Get me the knife. Cut me free. Are you suggesting that this is a knife I hold in my hand? Have you gone mad, my husband? Or is it I who am mad? Yes, of course, that's it. I am mad. I'm always losing things and hiding things and I can never find them. I don't know where I put them. That was a knife, wasn't it? And I have lost it. I must look for it, mustn't I? If I don't find it, you'll put me in the madhouse. Help me. If I were not mad, I could have helped you. Whatever you had done, I could have pitied and protected you. But because I am mad, I hate you. Because I am mad, I have betrayed you. And because I am mad, I'm rejoicing in my heart without a shred of pity, without a shred of regret, watching you go with glory in my heart. 
Mr. Cameron, come! Come, Mr. Cameron, take this man away! Take this man away! That was great. I really He's thought going. she was going to kill him. And that would be the right. end. Like, you know, it wouldn't be a happy ending. It would just be like, she's Ooh. actually, he's mad. He's turned, he's literally like sown the seeds of insanity and she's just gone mad and killed him. Like, snapped. And then she wow. does get carted off to the madhouse. <gasps> oh, that would have been a dark end. Would. Too dark. You would have had to bring Betty back on for a final number. <laughs> Ten minutes. Do a little dance. <laughs> just scatter the bird seeds, sing something to the pigeons for a good while. <laughs> Go in and go, coo, a double murder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think, so we see this with older films like that, don't we? Um, That they do tend to have a fairly conventional ending where the good guy wins and all, all comes okay in the end. Uh, I can't think of any films that are this old where it's like a devastating, horrible ending that makes you depressed. Yeah. Hmm. Me neither. Even real suspense films like Alfred Hitchcock films and stuff. Mm. People usually get married, don't they? (laughs) Yes. That's because of all the gay subtext. (laughs) (laughs) They have to make, they have to reinforce the heteronormativity. Yeah. Yeah, and the conclusion is that the gay people were banished and capitalism conquered communism. Yep, that's the right. As always. I'm not really, seeing it in this film. Wasn't the world a lot safer and nicer in those days, though? <laughs> you know, women knew they had to stay at home and keep the house for the gentleman. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was just a nicer time. It's funny now watching it in the current context in in you know like how did audiences see that in 1944 you know where women mm. are you know there hasn't been the same not that everything's rosy today but like you know there's different expectations placed on women in society i mean yeah. i guess obviously the husband is still a terrifying villain but whether it really carries the same impact i suppose it must have done I don't know. I, I should read about it. I think it, it would have been more scary. That's what I was saying. Yeah. was going to say, sorry. <laughs> um, because <laughs> women were kind of under the thumb of their husband. Mm. Um, mm. They were at his mercy and could probably do that to them if, if he really wanted. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, in a time when every other film is telling you that you should find a husband and be devoted to him. What a shock this film must have been. And this this shocked, well, I think all of us watching this, mm. however many years later when we've seen, you know, God knows how many terrible villains in films and when we're not overly in love with the, the idea of the, the patriarch of the family, it must have been a, a real rug from under your feet as he turns yeah. bad in the 40s. Probably a, yeah. a very progressive film for the time, probably, right? Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. This is why I find the ending a bit annoying. Because I'm like, you just got out of a like, super abusive relationship. Maybe you should take five minutes, girl. You know, like, sound your, you know, you got this house. You're a wealthy yeah. woman. You don't need a man. Mm. Oh, whereas what does she do instead? Oh, I suppose they don't Brian. really do anything. It just sort of suggests that they're going to carry on, you know, form some kind of romantic relationship. 
Oh, really? Yeah, that's definitely the implication. Okay. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, I think he basically... Or I've just forgotten. It talks about how attractive she is quite a lot and then sort of implies that he's going to start coming round quite a lot. <laughs> oh. oh, well, there we are. Yeah, you, you might give her a give her a little while, wouldn't you? <laughs> Jesus. So Brian's an interesting character. How... <laughs> well, he's got a really interesting name to start with. Um... <laughs> Brian. Brian. Um, yeah, so he he recognises uh, Paula. Hmm. But somehow also thinks something's up. Like just out of nowhere, mm. apparently, is very suspicious of the situation. And as far as I can tell, there's no reason for him to be suspicious. Um, I think, did he not recognise... No, wait. How did he recognise... So he thought it was her aunt. Hmm. How did he recognise the man? Um, he or later he not- on recognised the name on the letter, I think, but I don't think he recognised him. But do you remember Gregory was like, oh, it's you. Oh, wait, was he just rec- recognising him from the Tower of London? Oh, maybe. I'm sorry, I got confused. I oh, yeah, did Gregory recognise... Uh, Recognise Brian at the time. <laughs> Had you forgotten his name? Because it's yeah, so boring. I had, because it's so boring. It's in front of me on the screen and I forgot it. Um, oh, man, I'm forgetting how it'll work now. So Gregory saw Brian sort of staring at Paula at the Tower of London. Hmm. And oh, okay. accused yeah. her of like nodding inappropriately or whatever yeah. it was. Um, and then when they were at the concert he's like oh that guy's following you is that why you wanted to go because you're in love with him Mm. Um, I see okay so they didn't know each other from the the previous crime okay I just got mixed up um, I don't think so Yeah, I just thought it was yeah I don't know I don't know what he was picking up on I thought they could have made it maybe more obvious unless he just saw that there was something abusive um well we know brian was like obsessed with her aunt he was like her biggest fan mm. and had her glove and everything so he he would have taken an interest even if he wasn't worried perhaps well, and i, I guess once so. he cottoned onto the fact that the jewels were still missing mm. he was like maybe this well, it's a bit of a leap, but maybe this man has uh, plotted for several years to marry this woman so that he can move into mm. the house and convince her that she's going mad and send her to the madhouse so he can look for the jewels. Yeah, I think that's a very logical... <laughs> I can see how he got there. Yeah. But... I guess he saw Paula's, you know, issues with, um, like, not going out in public and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, he does go around and see her, like, not leave, like, Sorry, yeah. kind of leave the house and then go back in and stuff. And that's a nice chat with Miss Thwaites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give her the Oscar. <laughs> she is just great. She's a gem. 
We looked wow. it up, didn't we? Was she 80 in that? 80? Yes. Wow. That's quite an age. Quite something. Yeah. yeah. Especially at the time. Yeah, she was born in 1865. That's, no one was born in that. Oh, my God. Wow. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. That's, That's like so old. I can't old. even get my head around it. Just yeah. ridiculously like I mean that's more than 150 years ago. Wow. We really are close to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was monarch when she was born? Uh well, it has Queen to be Victoria, Elizabeth, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she hasn't been the, the queen forever. Victoria was queen yeah, she's, like she's, all she's, through she's, 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 she's been the only monarch of the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> only one that matters. Yeah, that's right. She'd have made a good Queen Victoria, the actress. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, I don't know what else she was in. Maybe she was. Well, you are not amused. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't talk like that. I don't know why I did it like that. It's <laughs> quite good. That was more yeah, well, just make up an accent for <laughs> <laughs> It was more Nancy than Miss the Waits. I thought you were trying to do Queen Victoria. As <laughs> <laughs> then Miss the Waits as Queen Victoria. I see. I can see why you would get confused though, because Yeah. That's yeah, that's fine. Was she your favourite character, Fernando? I can't remember. Did you confirm that? I know your second favourite character Miss Twaits. was. Yeah. Yes, my second favourite character is definitely Nancy. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Ah, oh, yes, straight after Miss Thwaites. Yeah, those were definitely the most fun characters. <laughs> <laughs> they made the film watchable, to be honest. <laughs> I was relieved whenever Nancy was in a scene and whenever Bloodthirsty Betty was in a scene. <laughs> God, she was bloodthirsty. <laughs> um. So... Hero of the film, someone we've not mentioned before, was Elizabeth. The oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, "Any when Brian says to her, whatever happens tonight, do what you think is best for Mm. your mistress.'" And then she denies having seen the man. Yeah, when it's clearly upsetting the mistress. Yeah, yeah, but it's what's best for her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wait, she was, was it what's best for her? I don't understand. I didn't understand that. I thought she went too far with it, but she righted herself in the end. Why? why did I think she they they were still in danger because he was there and he had a weapon. So right. if, if she'd alerted him to oh, okay. to Brian's presence or his interference, they they might both have been in danger. Ah, okay. I see. And do we think that at that point Gregory was thinking, "Oh, sweet, she really has gone mad." Um, yeah. What was his logic there? Yeah, maybe he just thought he'd won. <laughs> yeah, he must have thought she'd gone genuinely mad. Yeah, well, I mean, she was starting to to lose it a bit, wasn't she? Mm. Um, as you would if you just couldn't trust your senses. Um, yeah, quite something. Oh, it's just so awful. I keep thinking about it. This is oh, yeah, it's just the worst. Just terrible. I don't know if any of you have read it, but I got the same feeling watching this film that I got reading The Girl on the Train. 
Mm. Yeah, oh, I watched yeah. the film. It was very much the same kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's he's convincing her that things that happened that didn't really happen, right? Yeah, and that they all happened when she was drunk. That's how he gets around the. That was it. Um, and she's using alcohol to to deal with the abuse, and then hmm. but he's using that against her. Yeah, yeah, yeah very similar. Oh, just being so angry at the injustice of it. <laughs> yeah. Probably won't watch it again. No. Although I guess now that I see now that I know what happens, I can wait patiently for it all to write itself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean I thought it was going to anyway, but you just never know. Oh. People in the forties were mad. Mm. <laughs> could have gone anyway. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it could have been a Nah, I think yeah, could it could it have just had a really depressing ending where he gets everything he wants? It almost did. If he'd escaped with the jewels and <laughs> yeah, it could have been like charade uh, where there was just five different endings and you never know who's the villain, who's not the villain. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we learn his new name, don't we? <laughs> Sorry but to we spoil. don't. Yeah. But we don't reveal more and more names all the way through. <laughs> I wonder how many other films there's been so much gaslighting. There was almost more gaslighting in that in charade. No, not really. But <laughs> there was a, a lot of gas. Well, was it gaslighting? Was there gaslighting in charade? He was there trying was to lying. convince her something. Yeah, there was lying. I suppose lying's not gaslighting, but he nah. was being very manipulative. <clears throat> uh there was a lot yeah, of misdirection, so. a lot of I'm getting you to do this under the false pretenses of... But yeah, I suppose he didn't really make her think that she'd lost her mind. Fair. Yeah, so to That's gaslight part, is to, to make someone question their own sanity, right? Mm. Oof. Awful. Yes. I suppose so the British Empire gaslighted the Indian cricket team, didn't they? <laughs> Indeed. Did that happen? Well, they made them think they were bad at cricket, so... Yeah. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> I think the British Empire were very gaslighty in general. Yes. Again, did they make people think they'd gone mad? Well, they made people believe things that weren't true. <laughs> yeah. So they lied I know a not, lot. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's a difference between lying and that kind of psychological infiltration where you genuinely change someone's perspective of themselves. Whether it's to do with like, madness or not. Yeah, they convinced would you say, that... The, oh, go for it, Fernando. Would you say that um, Christianity has been gaslighting humanity? Oh, that's a good question. God, we really get into it, don't we? Mm. <laughs> really answer these big questions. Mm. Well, no, because Jesus is real, so... Oh, that is true. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's a good point, though, because it's convincing you that that your understanding of the world and the world as you see it isn't enough and isn't correct, that somehow there's more to it that you can't see and can't feel, but it's definitely there. They're trying to convince you it's definitely there. 
Oh, there's something in that, isn't there? And it's kind mm. of like instilling of guilt over certain things mm. that you start to... I don't know if you're filled with doubt about your own judgment, but it's quite, it's, you know... Well, you start... Certainly... Um... Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, well, you... you... Uh, I forget the exact word, but you contract out that uh, decision on what's right and wrong to someone else, don't you? You you think your judgment isn't good enough, mm. um, that you need to be told what's right and wrong by a higher power. Yeah. Mm. Whereas actually you can use your eyes and ears and your, your senses are perfectly valid mm. and sort of invisible things that you have no evidence for probably don't exist but they they tell you no that's not good enough there is all of this other stuff and you're just too too weak and close-minded to to perceive it but don't Mm. worry we've done all of the we've worked it all out for you Mm. sign here eat this (laughs) body drink this blood yeah Good to go. Right, so Gregory is the Catholic Church. <laughs> He's the Pope. Paul Gregory's the Pope Pope Gregory. Um, Paula <laughs> is the people of medieval Europe. Brian is yep. the Enlightenment. <laughs> Who's Bessie? <laughs> <laughs> that's us standing at the side morbidly watching and making fun yeah that's us people who decided to make a podcast to discuss this batch of stuff yeah. <laughs> she'd definitely have a podcast I would listen to a podcast <laughs> a true week. crime yeah, podcast oh, it yeah. would be a true crime podcast <laughs> true crime it's a really bad review. one <laughs> and it would just be I went to the house and I couldn't get in yeah. But I can see the window from my Looked in the window room. again today. No change. <laughs> uh, I've looked up the I Wikipedia think there is something definition. In this. Do you think there is? Well, yeah, yeah just, just in what you're all saying. Right, yeah, go. Specific type of manipulation where the manipulator is successful in having the target question their own reality, memory, or perceptions. So that really is Christianity because right. you are questioning your own reality. Yeah. Although Absolutely. I guess, you know, they would say that is their reality. What is reality? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's too deep for me. You're right. I think we should reverse quick. Back to the yeah. film. What else haven't we discussed? So Did anyone take the... any notes? Oh, yeah, go on. I was going to ask who was the hottest member of the cast to get away from lofty subjects. Oh. Well, that's oh. not a long long conversation, is it? Oh, who do you think? Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I disagree. Um, oh? Miss Thwaites? No, um... <laughs> what was his name? In, he's the one who ties um, Gregory to the chair. Brian, Joseph we forgot this bloody Brian name again. Cameron, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a boring name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was cute in his own way, but yeah. Angela Lansbury's so attractive. Yeah, and to go up against Ingrid Bergman, I mean, obviously Ingrid Bergman's like got classically beautiful features, mm. but there's something just so darn 
endearing about Angela Lansbury? Mm. She's cute as a button. <laughs> There's something attractive about just not giving a toss about anyone. Yeah, that's probably what it is. But she totally did, though, didn't she? She was a massive flirt and knew she was attractive. Yeah, but she didn't yeah. give a shit. You know, she was just yeah, she, she was... just in it for the music calls. Yeah. She just, just wanted to dance. Yeah. Wanted a bit of what she wanted. <laughs> but if I was your father. <laughs> <laughs> um I could I can read out what my favourite line of the whole film was. Oh I, yeah. I've got that in my notes. Oh yeah. She's ill. Very tiresome of her. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> that, that's just, that is not very sympathetic. <laughs> yeah, she was good. Just this wanted is... to host a party without anyone not turning up. <laughs> Lady Dalroy. <laughs> yeah, she was good. And again, but that was a a good a good point somehow, wasn't it? That just th- these things can happen, and there are a lot of people who are just not going to notice and who are just going to dismiss things and imagine it's nothing, mm. who just don't care. Um, well, maybe especially... that's... Mm-hmm. Oh, go on. No, no go no, on, you go. I was just going to talk about like the idea of hysteria in that case. It was still sort of pervasive in the 40s and like mm. why you just prescribe women morphine for everything. You should probably <laughs> be getting a load of that. Probably didn't help. Um, oh well, hysteria is a disease of the womb. Oh yes, of course. Do- so doctors used to uh, manually help women with hysteria. Oh god. Oh, there was a whole film about that recently, wasn't there? Was there? Yeah. Wasn't there? <laughs> when there's some like hack inventors who basically made a vibrator and sold it as a cure for. Hysteria. Well, that's definitely and... what the the narrative was. And that that was how to make women better. Yeah, yeah. I think it was based on a true story. And these guys, that it, it became clear that oh. that some people were like claiming they had hysteria when they didn't. <laughs> they just wanted a sex toy. Um, and what I don't know. We should watch that film. Ah, anyway. Well, that is what we do, I suppose. Watch films. Watch films. <laughs> we sure do. And we watched watch the, the hell out of, out of this films. one. Certainly did. Um, sorry, what were you going to say, Claire, I'm... before I interrupted you? Oh, sorry. Oh. Interrupting everyone as usual. Ah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that it's a, a commentary on society as well, this film, isn't it? On yes. how people just accepted what? The husband said about her, like, "Oh, she just, she doesn't go out. She's a, she's ill, some mm. nameless disease." And it, it really was the people who rudely involved themselves in their life who did something about it. Maybe, yeah, maybe there is a place for that bigger community and interfering old busybodies. Mm. Um, to, yeah, to help stop stuff like that. Did she actually achieve anything, though, or was it all the, the man? Again, I think I could Google it and I'll find someone who said that this is a gay metaphor. 
about the. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to keep bringing it up. Obviously, the man succeeded because men are better. <laughs> but she had all these women around her who did shit all. If anything, yeah. made it much worse. And then White Knight comes along. I think you're being unfair to to Miss Thwaites there. She was very nosy. Um, she was nosy, and she gave Brian some crucial information, right? Not deliberately. She not well, just in, in her. Oh, she helped a bit in her gabbering inadvertently. Um, yeah, and she did keep trying to go in and help, hmm. or not help, but at least get in to see the house. I suppose. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And, and Elizabeth and then the woman did her came best, through in the end. She? Yeah, true. She did. T- Pull it off. Elizabeth saved the day. Really. Yeah, that's true, actually. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right that Brian was certainly the one driving all this. Um, that he was the the smart, intelligent hero um, who knew what to do. Uh, sexy yeah, hero the, as well. The sexy hero. Um, whereas, yeah, I guess the <laughs> the, the women were either helping by accident or not helping at all. Um, is it? Have we done symbolism? I think we kind of have covered it, haven't we, with the Catholic Church and the... <laughs> yes, that was <laughs> that might have been our best symbolism yet. Yeah. And good. I think there's something really in that, like religion <laughs> as a kind of double-think-style... Um, the only reason you don't believe in what I believe is because you can't perceive the world. Yeah, there's there's something in that. Religious leaders gaslighting whether they believe what they're saying or not. And I think most do. I think calling things miracles is definitely gaslighting. <laughs> I thought, yeah, in the strict definition of the sense, you're getting people to think a different thing about reality. Or doubt well, their own yeah. senses, yeah. Yeah, you know things that are like physically impossible that don't yeah. happen. They don't happen. Um, but yeah, like canonizing people because they've performed two miracles, um, and convincing people that those miracles did happen and they were yeah induced by God and nothing to do with just how the world works. Um, it's definitely altering people's perception of reality. Mm. Well, then again, was it just trying to explain something that was difficult to explain? Uh. Maybe, but they still canonise people. Yeah. Like, we have enough science to show that miracles don't happen. Well, Oh, yes, and now that we know better. Not back in the days of miracles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think there are some recent miracles... Yeah, they're still a canonising now, aren't they? I think my friend Gabby has a saint in the family. And no their way. miracle was that when they were dying, their favourite TV show came in the, on in the hospital. Oh. I don't know if she's lying to me, though. <laughs> Such a, why would you make that up? That's the worst miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that like game people were playing and what, what was the, the most useless superpower you could have? <laughs> I think one thing would be like your favorite TV show comes on when you die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the that's the game we were playing in the lab that time. Yeah, just the worst superpowers. 
Yeah, I think it's a, a discussion that comes up online sometimes. Uh, okay. Things like your your fingernails grow at five times the usual speed. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing, but not very useful. <laughs> ah. Yeah, so I think we've done symbolism. Good, good for us. Um, um, we haven't yeah, talked about his all voice. in all, great film. His voice. What a voice! Yeah, it sounds like Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> As far as I can remember, it's been a while since I've heard Pepe Le Pew, but that kind of, oh, my darling, oh. <laughs> Where was he supposed to be from? Italy, maybe? You know the yeah. Italians. <laughs> I like Where was she meant to be from? Yeah, I don't know. Does Ingrid she Bergman sound like that normally? Is that her accent? Yeah, I think so. Someone want to look it up? Well, wasn't she in Casablanca and she sounded the, the perfect oh, yeah. American? Mm. Mm. Stuff at nothing, these actors. I forgot that she was in that. Yeah, she's from Stockholm in Sweden. Oh, right. Ingrid well, Bergman. Go. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> That's your Danish accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kæft, Kæspa. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just have two things to say. Right. They're inconsequential. First of all, the <laughs> said that, oh, the murder part of the case was pursued to the ends. What are you doing? But they didn't find that letter, that, to be fair, quite concerning letter from a clearly deranged fan. Mm. That would have been a good lead. Didn't, so look very, didn't look very much in that room then. Yeah, it was inside a book, wasn't it? I think you can hide something on a random page of a book, but it did seem to sort of fall open as soon as she opened it. She found it within two minutes, but I suppose she was looking at the music. But still, that's not very thorough. Check every (laughs) page of every book in a crime scene. That's what I've learned. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's amazing. I'm not a detective. Oh, and the last thing. i tell you one thing that's uh, universal, isn't it, about women. Oh. They always carry a bunch of junk in their handbags. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does she have in her handbag? I couldn't even Not pick a it out. Not, Not a brooch. brooch, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, she didn't have any pockets. What was she even carrying? I don't know. Never mind. Doesn't matter. She had a phone. She had... <laughs> Like an MP3 player. Little tiny metal devices. Just you know, very old timey stuff. You don't need to know. Oh. I bet she had a lipstick and a rouge. Yeah, maybe a little mirror. A little mirror. Mm. Little little compact. And that's all she would need because the gentleman would carry the money. Absolutely. My granny used to carry aniseed balls. <laughs> with just be a few sort of loose at the bottom of her handbag. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> uh, what was the link between this and the last film? Oh, the Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I genuinely don't think there was one this time. These were two very different films. They were both metaphors for religion. <laughs> that can be our backup. <laughs> That's always our backup. <laughs> <laughs> they were both about Jesus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but other than that, 
Uh, um, that's got to be a good one. Dodgy European accents. <laughs> yes, yeah. Swedish yeah. accents that shouldn't really be there. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid haggis. <laughs> it's a kind of magic. <laughs> Appalling. Um, yeah, the Queen did the soundtrack for both, I guess. <laughs> was that just in my version <laughs> yeah I think you might have watched a different version <laughs> I think I've uh, said my piece me too yep I have no more notes Fernando, Fernando? well um, perhaps my last inconsequential note is that I felt mm-hmm. like, I, like I was being gaslighted when Brian um, said detail instead of detail and i've been <laughs> hearing this a lot is in this time i was like wait i've definitely heard many people saying saying detail instead of detail mm. and i really do not know which one is correct so i looked it up <laughs> in the dictionary and it turns out that well at least the dictionary says that it's definitely detail but then i was gaslighted so much that i still do not trust the dictionary and i want to know <laughs> yeah no you're right <laughs> um, it's detail Filthy Americans. <laughs> um, Laura, stop gaslighting Fernando. <laughs> I do not have any pudding. <laughs> we really want to know, is it detail or detail? The answer, as always, detail. is that Americans are funny and they sometimes say detail, um, but nobody in the UK would ever say anything but detail. I see. person, Mike. Hmm. Hmm. That sounded really convincing. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not just me. It's the dictionary says it. You can. Uh, oh, you can't trust the dictionary of all people. <laughs> of all people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good quote. I like that. <laughs> Lovely. Well, what a wonderful time we've all yeah. had back together again. Go, it's been to a while together, but it's nice that we finally come to this. Trying to stall while I get the music ready. <laughs> oh, really? You couldn't tell. <laughs> Everything you're saying was so natural sounding. <laughs> so I forgot again that it was my responsibility to do this, but uh, here we are. <laughs> I'm ready. <sighs> Brilliant. Oh, even the customary extra note. (laughs) Three, two, one. Scissors. Shit. Yes! How did you know? How did you know? (laughs) Oh, I I did loops in my mind thinking, what will she think I'll go for? (laughs) She'll think I'll go for rock. I know it. Well, rock's unbeatable. I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> I don't go for anything except rock. <laughs> Have you got a film for us, Claire? I don't. I wasn't prepared for this. Oh, I may yeah. drop something in the chat later. Yeah, do that. Yeah, go for it. Beautiful. I'll uh, virtue signal you. <laughs> Since we're talking about... Neologisms, yeah, yeah I like it. Neologisms, that sort. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, that's the first time I've ever said that. That was amazing. It's pronounced neologism. Oh no. <laughs> Stop gaslighting me. <laughs> <laughs>
so uh, yes, I do have a film for next time. And yep. I've forgotten it already because I closed it off on my phone. And it is called Whiplash. I want the 2014 one. Ah. Is it about it's... drumming? Yeah. No. Sorry. I haven't seen it. I don't know what it is about. Okay. <laughs> it is about drumming, though. All okay. of the pictures have drums in them. Okay. 